Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition. All right, all right. Hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades podcast with your host, one of your hosts, Tim Madden. Christina Madden, everyone, is out sick today, so send your best wishes that we just got a new podcast intro, and she is unfortunately not able to be here today, but that's okay. Hey, if you don't know us, we help those targeting six figures or multiple six figures help find new jobs quickly. Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network. You could be tuning in there right now. If you are, let me know in the comments. The fastest growing career network on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, there are 10,000 directors, VPs, and executives all in one centralized location. If you're not part of this group, making yourself known. If you are looking for a new career or looking to network and collaborate with other people, I highly recommend you join that network, okay? Because the two biggest problems people have most of the time while they're in a career search is simply not enough people know them, right? Or number two, not enough people that already know them know they're searching, right? This is a way for you to combat one of those. <laughs> and of course, to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube, I am monitoring the comments today. And then when we're done, you could be listening to this on iTunes or Spotify because we upload to everywhere on the internet. And I can't not believe to say this. We are watched in 75 countries. I appreciate you all. Hey, do me a favor, as always, if we leave you today anything that's valuable, and I know because we have a great topic for you today, anything that's valuable, hey, share this with a friend. Share this with a business colleague. This could be just what they need to truly help them in their career. Wins, right? We always talk about wins. Hey, congrats. What I've seen, everyone always asks me how the job market's doing. Hey, job market, I haven't seen any change, but I have been noticing we've been seeing a lot more legal placements. So if you're like a trial attorney, general counsel member, I've been seeing uh, companies in need more than ever of those services, and we've seen it with recent placements here at um, ECU. So cool. Let's get started here. I just have two more things to go through. One, hey, we are approaching the launch of my first book, Discipline Equals Dream Job. We're about a week out, so I will absolutely keep you notified. We're going to have a special we're going to be giving the book away for 99 cents when it drops, and it's loaded with all the taxes and strategies we teach here at ECU. And as always, before we get started, if you feel you need help in your career, right, reaching that next level, maybe you've been applying for jobs online and no one's called you back. Maybe you think you're too old. You never got your MBA. You never insert that reason here. Hey, schedule a call with us over at execupgrades.com backslash podcast. We'd love to be an additional resource for you. Um, as you go, you know, after this next career move. So cool. Let's get started. I love this topic and I'm super excited to talk about it today. It's the topic of episode 84, right? The act, the art of active listening. Okay. Something I'm sure we can all get better at while we enhance that executive communication. So let's get started. And just uh, a note before I get started, 
for anyone that does pay attention and does write these notes down, this is probably this information right here can not only help you in the boardroom, can not only help you in the Zoom meeting, but it can probably help you in your relationships as well. Okay, so let's get started. Number one, pay full attention. What I mean by that, when someone is speaking, okay, give them your full attention. Put away distractions such as your phone, electronic devices. This signals to whoever you're talking to that you value what they have to say. So let's use a couple scenarios now. If you are being interviewed by an interviewer, okay, it is very important to use this active listening. We need to write down the critical things that they are saying during this interview because it cues what we need to say. Right, So if we don't fully pay attention to what are they really looking for, what did they say is important, what are their challenges, if we don't do these things, if we aren't really dialed in, all distractions set away, we're going to miss some vital information that could cost us this new career. Additionally, we won't dive into teams, relationships, etc., but if you want someone to feel valued while they're communicating with you, Hey, leave distractions and put it away. The same thing with like conducting a performance evaluation with one of your top performers or low performers, right? Or average performer. Do you want to sit and pay attention to what they're saying and be a true leader for them? Or do you want to be that leader who's multitasking on everything, answering emails, doing this, doing that? Probably not the best look, right? So the first tip I have for you is pay full attention when you are meeting with these critical members, right? Your team, individuals you're inter interviewing with, or individuals that you're looking to enhance that relationship. Number two, I'm the worst at it. If you know me, I'm sorry. Avoid interrupting, okay? Wait until the person actually finishes speaking before responding. Because when you interrupt, it disrupts that speaker's train of thought, but it also in in you know indicates that like, hey, I'm more important than you so I just need to interrupt you and share my opinion first. Not the best thing to, to do, okay? So avoid interrupting is number two. I do this all the time because I'm just so excited to tell that person, right, what I want to tell them. But by doing that, they can't finish their story, okay? They could have been sharing something really important before I interrupted them, okay? So number two, try to avoid interrupting that individual while you're communicating to them, okay? Number three, use nonverbal cues. What we say, I tell our clients this all the time, okay? What you say is important, right? Of course, what you say is important. How you say it, much more important, right? We can tell people that we're qualified. We can tell people that we could handle those challenges. We could do certain things. But are you really saying it with conviction? Are you saying it so people can believe you, okay? Nonverbal cues consist around just, hey, maintaining eye contact, nodding, showing them that you're paying attention, keeping that good body posture, showing them that you're actively engaged in the conversation. We've all had those times where we went on interviews with people that weren't engaged, okay, that weren't paying attention. We'll talk about how to get attention on another podcast, okay? But hey, pay attention to those nonverbal cues. Use verbal affirmations, number four. These small introductions, just like, yes, I understand, I see, go on. 
help to like affirm that you're actually paying attention and encourage that person to continue speaking. Okay. These are good to do um, while you're on an interview, right? Letting them know that you are still paying attention. And if you have questions, asking those questions. Okay. Number five, paraphrase and summarize. This is so important. Okay. This not only demonstrates that you've understood who's ever talking, but also gives them an opportunity to clarify if you've misunderstood something. So what I like to do, say you're, you know, let's talk about a sales pitch, right? Which could be an interview. Okay. We want to have all the information before we respond, right? Who wants to respond when they have a fraction of the information? Hardly anybody, right? Who wants to respond when we have all of the information that we truly need? Most everybody, right? So how do we do this? After they're done talking, do we need to clarify anything? Right? So say, I'm just going to give you an example. Let's say the interviewer gave you a challenge of, hey, the turnover is 35%. Now it's time to ask clarifying questions. What have you already tried? Was it effective? Did it help? How much money is this costing you? All those clarifying questions we talked about on a different podcast, right? So I get the information, make sure I have all the clarifying information. And then before I'm about to speak, recap this. Got it, John. So you stated that turnovers at the manufacturing facility is 35%. It's typically costing the HR team this. The labor cost is this. You've already tried this, 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 and it hasn't worked. Hey, did I miss anything that's vital to know? No, got it. Okay, here is how I've solved a, a similar situation, okay? So by paraphrasing and summarizing continually when you're hitting these key points in the conversation, it's important. More, Most importantly, it lets them know that you actually care and you're actually using that consultant behavior to ask those questions, okay? Number six, ask open-ended questions, okay? Instead of those questions that require a simple yes or no, answer, right? Ask those open-ended questions that prompt to elaborate more on their thoughts. This encourages a deeper conversation and shows your genuine interest. You should be doing this, okay? My two favorite questions to ask on interviews, if you haven't seen prior episodes, are, hey, can you give me a brief example of what you're really looking for? Yes, open-ended question. These are all the things I'm looking for. Hey, can you give me um, some examples of some challenges that you're having inside this current business unit, right? Ask these open-ended questions while you're on the interviews. Okay. Show empathy. Pretty self-explanatory, right? Recognize and acknowledge how the speaker feels. This not only validates their emotions, but build trust, mainly probably when you're dealing with your team or your boss. Area where most people struggle, number eight, avoid jumping to conclusions, right? So before we make all these assumptions or rushing to judgment, seek to understand the speaker's perspective, Okay. Number nine, provide constructive feedback. If you're asked for feedback from your team, hypothetically, give it thoughtfully and respectively, making sure to offer suggestions for improvement rather than just criticism, okay? Probably one of the biggest leadership mistakes out there, right? So many people think that they can't, you know, tell someone that they need to improve, but by not doing that and not doing that in a tactful manner, you have a gap in your department and they say stuck, not able to enhance their knowledge, skills, and abilities. Number 10, 
Stay focused on the speaker's words, not your own thoughts. And I know that this is difficult for lots of people because we often get caught up in like formulating our own response, right? Like, like listening to respond. Okay. We're formulating our own response while others are still speaking. So we have to try to resist this impulse and stay focused on this speaker's words to remember, make sure I don't miss anything. Okay. There will be a time to craft a response. And a good example of this, if you've ever seen Elon Musk speak, okay, he's a genius for doing this. But anytime he's asked these complex questions about artificial intelligence, the future, et cetera, he knows he's got to be very careful what he says, right? Because that stuff will go viral so quick online, affect stock prices and everything, okay? And this is also what I see by most seasoned CEOs, right, that have worked on their own professional development. When they're asked one of these questions, right, they sit and think for a second before they answer. They're not just wanting to respond right away, right? They're gathering their thoughts, putting everything together, and then giving a meaningful response. Hey, if you've never seen any interviews with Elon Musk, highly recommend go check one out. He's a prime example of someone that is very intentional when he speaks. He's very intentional of providing eye contact, nodding, almost following this whole framework we have here to make sure he has that effective conversation and responds the right way. 11, follow-up, right? After a conversation takes place, we did this um, early on in my corporate career when I was the first director of ops, right? After the conversations, if any action items are discussed, make sure to follow up via email. This shows that you not only listened, but were also committed to supporting or addressing the concerns, right? What we always do, typically, or let's go back to my place of work, right? Anytime we had a client communication, like over the phone, we would always send an email to the boss, right? To me and to the client. Hey, client, just wanted to wrap up that you said that you were struggling here and you had some concerns this, and this is the plan we put in place. If you have any questions, please let me know, okay? Or it's even, you know, in corporate America, which is good communication. You call an employee at some time saying, hey, I need you to do something by this day. Do you have any questions? Always good to follow up via email, right? Hey, this is what we talked about. This is when it's due. Always provide that follow-up to a conversation. So these 11 tips, while seem easy, most people struggle with them. Most people struggle to have effective communication and to improve their overall communication. And if you want to lead large teams one day and you don't have these basic principles, it's going to make it a lot more difficult. It's also going to make a lot more difficult on interviews, building relationships with your network, okay? So be sure to jot these down somewhere, okay? Pay attention to the speaker. Avoid interrupting. Use nonverbal cues. Use verbal affirmations. Paraphrase and summarize. Ask open-ended questions. Show empathy. Avoid jumping to conclusions. Provide constructive criticism, okay? Stay focused on the speaker's words and don't just, you know, listen to respond and follow up with these conversations. Okay. Early on in my career, even when I was in the military for, a, you know, I just, I'm about to retire. If I told you guys on August 10th, right? I did 12 years, almost 12 years on active duty for the U.S. Army. And then another 11 in the Florida National Guard here as a field artillery, right? King of battle. With that being said, hey, I never really worked on my communication while I was in the military or in, you know, college, right? Communication is something that I picked up 
you know, after my college, after I've already been in corporate America and after I was already in, in the military for, you know, over a decade, right? Enhancing my communication, reading books, taking courses, going to seminars about how to really effectively communicate has really transformed my life, my career, and the businesses that I operate. Now, I still know that I have a lot of work to become exceptional at this, and I do know what I need to work on as well. And I would highly encourage you to do the same because most people who listen to this are corporate leaders. We need to be strong communicators, right? We need to be strong communicators for companies on how we can help them. And then taking over with teams across functional teams, right? Our communication is so paramount, okay? And I just, my one ask for you is that you continually work on enhancing your executive communication. A good way to do it, if you don't know where to start, that's cost-effective. Look up some of the best books by John Maxwell and other international bestsellers on all things communication. I still read books to this day. An amazing one that I'll recommend to you is by John Maxwell. It says, everyone communicates, few connect. And that couldn't be more than the truth, right? So if you really want to level up your game in corporate America, right? Get the job you want, the money you want, provide that, you know, direct support to your team and make it easy for them. Because as a leader, who doesn't want to make success easy for their team? Everybody, right? But if we don't have these principles and then get into impact tactics and strategies, we'll all kind of struggle, okay? So as always, right, share this with a friend. I'm sure everyone could learn just a little bit more on communication, and these basic principles will absolutely serve you well. And as always, if you need help in your career, right, in any facet, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. We'd love to be an additional resource for you. Until next week, have a great day, everyone. Mm -hmm.